Welcome to Business Conversations with your host, business strategist, Clive Ennevar. Clive is joined by expert guests as they talk business behind the scenes to give you the tools and insights to support your growth, security and serenity as you strive for your success. Welcome to another episode of Business Conversations with Clive Ennevar. I am Clive Ennevar, business strategist, and we're having a conversation with Deborah Iverson about demystifying public relations. Deborah is the owner and director of Bay Public Relations, a boutique PR consultancy. Deborah has over 25 years' experience in public relations and has worked with a wide variety of businesses during this time. She is most passionate about PR and offering value to her clients. Good morning. Welcome, Deborah. Good morning, Clive. What's this about offering value with PR? Do they go together? <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's they definitely go hand in hand. And I think, you know, I mean, that's a very good question because when a company decides to take on a PR consultancy, you know, there's an investment that has to be outlaid for that. And there's obviously a cash investment, financial investment, but there's also the trust factor as well, you know, building the relationship. And that is where the value is really important, you know, working with people that you like, that you trust, that can deliver. And essentially, I think that's what's really important in public relations is is delivering a good service and good outcomes for clients. Indeed, delivery is what it's all about. Uh, The service industry is reputedly rife with businesses that don't necessarily deliver good value. So for those of us who are out there, in business world, and we think that PR might be a good thing. We'll come later to how we can, might determine whether or not it's a good thing. How do we determine if we're going to get the right firm? Yes, exactly. And that's also a really good point, how to choose a PR agency. Because obviously, there is, if you were going to go onto Google and look for a PR agency, you know, for example, in Sydney, if that's where your business is based, you would probably get hundreds of companies popping up. And essentially what's really important when you go about looking for a PR consultancy is to choose the right match. So if you are a startup or a small business and you're starting out, then you'd be better off probably going and opting for a boutique type of agency or even going to a freelancer where, you know, you can get more attention. You know, a lot of the big agencies and I, this can happen in any type of service industry. Bigger agencies matched with, with smaller businesses may not have the time that a smaller business might need to be handheld a little bit through the, the world of public relations and getting the right communication strategy at the start of that, you know, those tentative first steps of setting up a business or being ready then to put together a communication strategy. So the strategy is really important, regardless of whether we're small or large, uh, new or old. Yes, absolutely. I mean, strategy is everything when it comes to PR. I really do think that is one of the foundations of a good campaign, is actually sitting down and working out the strategy with the client in a room and discussing that and nutting it out. So it sits really, really well with the values of the organisation and the goals So if I'm going to get a PR agency on side, first, I really want to know what it is that I want to achieve. Yes. Now, that's a bit chicken and egg, because if you ask anybody what is PR, often people don't know. And that's, I mean, I guess that's why, you know, the subject of this podcast really was was about demystifying PR. I actually, 
you know, I did a little Vox Pop, a presentation I was giving one time. I went around the room to ask, what is PR? And, you know, you get a lot of blank looks and people look a bit frightened. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> you know, and they might say, is it spin doctoring? So a lot of the feedback that you get, actually, when you do ask a group of people that aren't necessarily business people or in the world of marketing, you know, and they'll say, oh, it's spin doctoring, you know, which is it's a very negative image of public relations. So, yes, I think it's very important to think about what you want out of PR. But first of all, you need to know what it is that you can get from it, you know, and how it can help you. And what's the best way for us to find out? Well, I mean, essentially, I think, yeah, that's a very good question, how to find out about public relations. I think networking is really important. So if you're a small business, for example, if you go to your local chamber of commerce, you know, a network there, you can meet a whole variety of people and talk to them about their experiences with PR. Everybody would have a different understanding of how it's worked for them. You know, again, you know, you can get in touch with, for example, you know, you can hop online to my website. I have a heap of information there that people can just download and tell you all about how to brief a PR agency, an introduction to PR, very basic steps of what PR can do for you. You know, so there's a whole heap of resources that you can tap into if you're curious about how public relations can actually help lift up your business. So essentially, if I go to your website, I can get the rundown on what a PR agency could or or might or might not do. Yes. And as a result of that, the questions that I need to ask, is that how it works? Yeah. You know, from that, so some of the tactical things that PR people do, you know, that you might think about is, you know, you might have a new product that you want to tell people about that you need to sell. So from a very, very basic point of view, you can take on a PR agency to write a press release, tell the media, put together a social media campaign organize an event, for example, a show and tell, or handpick some influencers to work with. They're very tactical things that we can do. And then obviously from there, you can build a campaign. And what might a campaign typically look like? Or is there no typical campaign? You know, we do have a whole toolkit, essentially, that we tap into. And every client, every business is unique. And I think that's the joy of PR. And the thing that I really love about it is that, you know, when you sit down in a room with a client, you know, you have to find out all about their business, about what they do, what they want, what their goals are, what their wishes are. And essentially, you're starting with a blank page. And from that, we make a plan and we say, right, this is what we think is the right plan for you. This is what we think will achieve your goals. But you never know because we're not you know, fortune tellers. And that's where the hard work comes in. And I guess that's probably where the experience comes in. You know, having an experienced team, I think, is is really important, particularly if you do choose a boutique agency where they may not have an extensive, huge team. So, you know, going for somebody that has experience that can actually come up with essentially a bespoke program to suit you and your business And the excitement of it when it delivers for you as a business owner, if you've never used PR before and you see the results, you know, it can be quite life-changing, actually. I've had clients tell me in the past, gosh, I didn't think that the phone was going to go off the wall (laughs) when my barbecue was featured in a lifestyle magazine. We had to get extra staff on 
the phones to take the calls. I mean, you know, when I get feedback like that, I think that's a job well done. I'll tick that box right there. <laughs> well done. We'll call that part of the delivery. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's the delivery. <laughs> Indeed. And I guess you'd see a lot of different businesses approaching you looking for the outcomes that might be available through PR. Is there any particular type of business that stands out? Gosh, well, you know, having been in the business for so long, I have myself worked across many different industry sectors. More recently, interestingly, I guess having been in the business for so long and having worked doing a lot of commercial campaigns, I've been really enjoying some of the, I guess, not-for-profit work that, you know, so really, really needs public relations. And that's very, it's valuable work. So one of the campaigns I worked on recently was for an organisation called Act for Peace, and they they raise money for refugees in war-torn countries. And we put together a PR campaign to support a programme called the Ration Challenge, where we launched it to schools and in communities to encourage children and their parents and their teachers to eat like a refugee for a week so that everybody got a box of rations just like a refugee would get in a camp in Georgia. And I think we had, it was something like around maybe 35 syndicated regional television pieces for that campaign, which was just wonderful. But, you know, to, I guess, to pitch a story into a television station and to have it syndicate like that, it just means, and it's a very competitive area as well, fundraising. You know, everybody wants the public dollar, I guess. It's so you have to have a very good strategy in order to get those kinds of results. But yeah. And that strategy that you put together there and then actions you took to put it out there, that created coverage in how many did you say syndicated television? Well, from memory, it was around 35, but it, it could be more actually. But I don't have that the results in, in but around right now, around but thirty not. or forty television stations across Australia covers a fair portion of the population. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, and the thing is about PR again. This is the love of it, really. It's the skill. There's a skill element in knowing how to write. You know, how to write for the media, how to actually write a press release, which is nuts and bolts PR. Of course, we do many more things than just writing press releases. But you know, that's one of the most fundamental PR skills is knowing how to write a press release that will jump out, you know, when a producer, a television producer, a radio producer, a journalist opens up their email box in the morning and they have one million pitches to read, <laughs> you know, they can't get to everything. And so knowing how to actually write the headline, what to put in the first paragraph, you know, and to make that story really sing, I mean, I guess that's the skill factor that comes in to PR and that's when you get it right and then the results speak for themselves. And this being a skill which is obviously takes considerable time to learn, I get there's you don't have a simple formula for me to go, okay, I can write my own now. Do you know what? I've been thinking about that though. I think, right, so this is it. It's interesting. The content is everywhere these days and everybody's doing it, whether you're posting out on Facebook or you're on Instagram, everybody's doing little sound bites of content. 
And so if you are doing the most basic DIY PR, then one of the things that you can do is, you know, sound bites of content. You may not be a PR practitioner or an expert. You may not come from a writing background. You know, you could be an accountant, really good at crunching numbers, but you still know you still know your business and you are the expert in your field. And I think that's the joy of these days. Social media means that everybody can, in some little way, DIY their <laughs> DIY PR. But if you've got a really good story to tell, then you know you want to do it properly. And that's when you really should employ an expert. <laughs> and indeed, the most often I think perhaps the benefit of having an alternative set of eyes look at things is that they might see something different. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I really, again, really love about what we do in PR is when you go to a meeting, you might go to, uh, sometimes we sit in, in a client's marketing meeting, we get invited to sit in, we might pop up at the end and say, well, this is what we're doing with the PR. But often in those meetings, that's when we go, what did you just say? (laughs) You said what about what new product or, you know, the managing director just did what, (laughs) you know, he went on a trek to the Himalayas, uh, you know, and raised money for a charity. That's a new story. You know, so often we sit in these meetings and then we pick up stories that can be made into a really good news article, a feature article, a campaign. I think that's, what we do is we listen out for these things because we're tuned in for them. And indeed, that's seeing something from a different perspective that allows you to see what I might not see. Yeah. yeah. I might see what's important to me or my business. Perhaps yeah. you see what's important to my customer. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, we all wear different hats, don't we? You can't, you've only got one head, you can't wear all <laughs> so many hats. <laughs> Myself, I have my PR hat on most of the time. (laughs) I see things in terms of headlines. (laughs) Good or bad. (laughs) Now, we can't help but notice, of course, that you're wearing something of an accent and you've either practised really, really hard to get that or you were born somewhere other than in Australia. That's right, yeah. I've lived in Australia for over 20 years and I still sound like I'm just off the boat. (laughs) (laughs) And to narrow down where that was, a little bird told me not too long ago that when you left school or about to leave school, what you wanted most of all was to get into television with a certain organisation. Who was that and how did that come about? No, that's, that's so true. Yes, I said to the careers officer, she said to me, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to work in television. I I want to work for the BBC. And she said, well, everybody wants to do that. Pick something else. (laughs) And I thought, well, you know, if everybody wants to do it, why can't I do it? So that I applied to the BBC and I got my first job at the BBC as a publicist. And I thought, well, there you go. So never say never and don't listen to everybody. And the important thing there, of course, just because somebody else thinks it might be difficult doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to miss out. That's exactly right. And you have to trust your intuition, I think. And if you want it, generally you'll find a way, won't you? Yeah, I think so. I think if you're really determined, you will find a way. Absolutely. Put your mind to something and work hard to get it. And yeah, and it will come to you. I believe that. Uh, Absolutely. And good on you 
for not taking negative advice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so having been involved in the industry for 25 years, which is quite a lengthy time, a whole generation in fact, what changes have you seen in your industry and how has this impacted your business or how you do business? There have been many, many changes. The media landscape now is completely different than it was 25 years ago. The move to online was the first thing, for example, from print media, when everybody was out, you know, buying newspapers on the weekend and magazines. I mean, obviously, there is still a place for those, but so many more outlets are now online. That, I think, has probably changed the way that we operate with online news, the way that we pitch stories in and the way that we write. We probably write a little bit differently now than we did then in terms of, you know, probably a bit more punchy, just differently. And I think then, obviously, social media has, again, shifted the landscape completely. But it's also, you know, it's a moving feast. And I think it's been great. You know, it's very rewarding having been in public relations for so long and seeing how, you know, how communication has broadened. You know, you can reach more people in the places where they are now than ever before. So, you know, if somebody's not on Facebook, they'll be on Instagram. If they're not on Instagram, they'll be on LinkedIn. If they're not reading the Sydney Morning Herald online, you know, they they might be reading the Daily Telegraph somewhere else. So there are so many more opportunities to, I guess, spread the word. But you still have to work really hard to get media coverage. But it's just made it more fun. (laughs) More fun. And... With the rise in social media and such across the internet, has that changed timeframes? Yeah, I mean, there's always been different timeframes for different media outlets. So glossy magazines will work three or four months out. Obviously, daily newspapers, it's a different thing. But with online now, often we will probably be pitching in a story early in the morning for that same day news or the next day if it's a softer story so yeah I mean it's just more of a tactical time issue to manage which is just what we do really on a daily basis (laughs) which would be perhaps another reason why a person in business consult a professional rather than trying to do it themselves they don't have to learn all these different time frames yeah I mean it's the same with writing a press release really or anything that we do Because there are things like embargoed stories, you know, if it's a really, really good story and everybody's going to be after it, that you might want to pick who it goes to and when. And these things, you know, they do take skill, absolutely, and experience. So that's where I think it comes in definitely to work with an expert PR person, yeah. Very good advice, I think. As we get to the end of our little chat today, our business conversation, what's the top piece of advice you would like to leave listeners with today? I think if you're wondering about public relations and you've listened to this interview today and you're wondering how it can help your business, then feel free to hop on to my website, www.baypr.com.au. There is information there, as mentioned earlier, that you can just have a look at, you can download, have a think about, you can call me up and have a chat on the phone. PPR doesn't have to be a massive cost outlay. I think a lot of people think, oh gosh, as soon as I get a PR person in, you know, it's going to be all limousines, you know, fancy band dinners and things. It doesn't have to be like that. 
you know, there are some really tactical, practical things that a PR person can help you with and that doesn't have to cost the earth. And even a strategy session, you know, whereby you go, right, okay, I just need to understand what I need to do with X, Y, Z. It can really help, you know, clarify where you need to go, particularly at this time of year, which is, you know, it's a new year, you've got 12 months to go, you know, where do you want to be in 12 months time? It's always a a good question to ask this time of year. So yeah, I think, you know, if you want to know more, I, I think that's a good place to start. Indeed, sounds like a very good place to start to me. And of course, that would allow people, once they've had a look at that, how you can or cannot help. And that's that clarity, I think, that many of us in business want is to be clear. Is this going to help or is this not going to help? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just to make a plan, really, essentially. There you go. Deborah, it's been wonderful chatting with you today. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Anybody out there? That address again was www.baypr.com.au and you can find Deborah, find out all that information then give her a ring and test her, see if she knows what she wrote. (laughs) Thank you so much, Deborah. Thank you, Clive. Thank you very much. Welcome to Business Conversations with your host, business strategist, Clive Enivar. Clive is joined by expert guests as they talk business behind the scenes to give you the tools and insights to support your growth, security and serenity as you strive for your success.